Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Welcome to another solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. Uh, I know that everyone loves doing these solo episodes. I have to admit to you, I feel kind of weird (laughs) talking to myself because I am used to interviewing people, but I know that... um, Everyone is always very curious what I'm up to. So today I'm going to peel back the curtain and tell you about a few of the initiatives that I have been working on during the quarantine. So it feels like some normalcy is starting to come back to our lives, or at least it's on the horizon. So um, quarantines haven't exactly been lifted everywhere, and there's still so many restrictions and new guidelines But I don't know about you, I'm feeling like very hopeful about the future and I'm starting to kind of fall into a wonderful routine and fall into my groove after kind of being thrown upside down for the last six to eight weeks. I have seen so many small businesses run by dog moms who are absolutely flourishing during the quarantine. Some of the people I follow on Instagram have been shipping out tons and tons of orders. And it's really inspiring to see how supportive this community is of each other. On the other hand, some people are taking a slower approach and that is totally good too. This is an incredibly stressful time and it's a wonderful time to bond with your own dog and kind of slow down and appreciate your surroundings and the bond that you have with your dog and just kind of not do so much business. So whatever your approach is, um, I support it and I'm here for you. Um, But I want to share with you today some shifts that I I have made over the past six to eight weeks that have allowed me to give back while growing my business. As dog moms, we care so much about animals, and I know everybody who's in the pet industry wants to help rescues and help pet parents as much as they can. And it's really important to me to be able to do that with Wear, Wag, Repeat. In this episode, I am going to tell you about two initiatives that I came up with, launched, and have successfully run all during the quarantine. So these are things that I didn't even know existed. I hadn't even thought of them before March 15th. Is that when this whole thing started? I think so. Um, so these are, these are two things, um, that are very different. One is related to my online course and one is related to the wear, wag, repeat shop. And I'm hoping that, um, you can be inspired by what I've been working on and maybe even check it out and support, um, the initiatives that I'm supporting if you, if you are inclined to. All right, so first up, I want to tell you about what I did with my online course. You are probably familiar if you listen to this show. I have a course called Instagram Strategy for the Pet Obsessed, and it's been a really fun course. Um, I actually have had it for a couple of years, and it was just kind of general Instagram information until 2019 when I rebranded it for pet people. And ever since then, it has just been so rewarding 
happening. It's so wonderful. Um, there are so many pet business owners and pet influencers who have been taking the course. Um, one kind of gap that I have noticed is that rescues weren't really able to take it because they're spending all of their money helping the pets who are in their charge and doing fundraisers and keeping the lights on at their facilities. And so many of them don't have really any kind of marketing budget and aren't able to take online courses like this. So um, I had been thinking for a while about a way to offer a scholarship to rescues to take my online course. And it wasn't until this quarantine and, the, and this whole pandemic and everything happened that it inspired me to really just go for it um, with the whole approach that done is better than perfect. <laughs> Sometimes it's really good to just launch something and figure it out as you go. So I, I had this idea that I was going to do some kind of a scholarship and um, I was going to have people nominate rescues and I was going to award a certain number of scholarships. And then the way that it morphed, I was walking one day, I was actually listening to the Marie Forleo podcast. And I had an idea. She um, was talking about ways that you can shift things during the pandemic to, um, to, to make your offerings a little bit more timely with the global climate. And one of her suggestions was to do a buy one give one program. And now we're all familiar with this. This is what Tom's Shoes does. It's what Warby Parker does. There are so many brands out there that do this buy one, give one program. So I decided why shouldn't I do that too? Makes total sense. So I promoted this program in the inspo course. I did special Instagram posts about it, Instagram lives, email blasts. It was all over the homepage for the course that for every Every person who enrolled in the course during the month of April, I would give one scholarship to an animal rescue. And you guys really came through and you really delivered. Um, I just felt so great being able to offer this in a way that um, served my students and also serves the rescues and also serves me and makes my business profitable. Because if my business is not profitable, then I can't continue to give in the ways that I want to give. So it's really important to keep that in mind that um, we are all running businesses here as much as we love pets and love to support rescues. It's important that we actually have profitable businesses too. So this was kind of the perfect way for me to do that. Um, and if you want to try doing something like that in your business, there is just, there are so many possibilities and there is no limit to the creativity you can have with a buy one, give one program. So Without further ado, I would like to take this opportunity to announce the scholarship winners. So I have a list of amazing animal rescues and shelters that were nominated by you guys. So you didn't have to enroll in the course to make a nomination. Anyone was open to make a nomination. And I got so many great ideas. Um, I emailed all of these rescues on Friday night to let them know that they had won the scholarship. And while I was doing that, I had to do a little bit of research. And in some cases, I had to find the right email address address or the right contact to reach out to. So I got to look at everyone's website and social, social media. And I was just on cloud nine. My heart was like bursting out of my chest because it 
just made me realize how big of a difference this course is going to be able to make and how many lives it's going to be able to impact because I'm not just giving this course out to this these 10 or 12 rescues, but these rescues are helping thousands of animals every year. And those animals are going into homes where there's families and there's friends and there's other people. So this is really impacting, in my opinion, tens of thousands of people. So it was just really amazing to me. And I have a huge smile on my face as I'm talking about this because it's just amazing to give back and um, I, I can't wait to see what these shelters do. So okay, here are the winners. Geary County Animal Shelter, Carolina Coonhound Rescue, Reversed Rescue, Orphans of the Storm, Dallas Fort Worth Lab Rescue, Animal Lifeline Pittsburgh, Wire Fox Rescue Midwest, Blue Ridge Boxer Rescue, Bassett Rescue Network, Inc., True North Rescue, Sheboygan County Humane Society, and Animal Friends. So if you know any of those organizations, please send them a message on Instagram or Facebook or something and tell them that you heard them on the Wear Wag Repeat podcast and that you are going to be following them on their new and improved Instagram account. Um, I would love to see all of you guys who are listening to this support these rescues in their Instagram efforts because the more followers and the more engagement they have on Instagram, Instagram, the more animals we're going to be able to serve. Now, I just wanted to reach, um, or I wanted to read something to you. Um, when people nominated the rescues, I asked them to share why this rescue should win a scholarship. And so this why comes from Janet Pantaleone. She nominated Reversed Rescue, and here's what she had to say. As the treasurer for the organization, I am looking for ways to bring in more donations so that we can continue saving more lives. Ty does a great job with the Instagram accounts, but I feel that the rest of the staff and our volunteers can be doing things as well to showcase our dogs that we've adopted from the rescue and all that dog ownership has to offer to help bring more funding into the rescue and advertise the dogs we have available. There are so many possibilities. Being a rescue that primarily focuses on bully breeds, seniors, severe emaciation cases, and pregnant females, it can be hard getting some of those dogs adopted. Janet, yes, this is right on the money. This is exactly what I was thinking when I was writing all of the emails and all of the posts and everything that went along with this program. Social media can really help hard-to-adopt dogs get adopted. Um, she pointed out that they focus on bully breeds and seniors, pregnant females, and dogs who are severely emaciated, so very, very um, underfed. Maybe they've been out on the street or something like that. And those dogs all have issues. Um, some of them have medical issues. Some of them are going to have anxiety and things like that. Uh, and and it's, it can be very difficult to get them adopted. As a matter of fact, my dog, Bert, 
definitely fits into the hard to adopt category because when I got him, he was a senior. He was pretty big. He's about 80 pounds and he was bouncing off the walls. In addition to that, he has epilepsy and he takes a bunch of pills every day, um, which can be pretty expensive and um, also requires you to be home to give them to him every 12 hours of every single day. So Bert was very, very hard to adopt out. He was in the shelter for over a year. And it's his story that really inspired me to offer this to rescues because I always joke about this, but if Bert had just called me and then I realized if he had maybe sent me a DM, because I don't really answer my phone. <laughs> so if he had sent me a DM on Instagram, I probably would have gone out there and brought him home a lot sooner. But you know, that is just how things work out um, and things happen when they're meant to happen. Um, so we brought Bert home at, at the perfect time for all of us, I guess. Um, but I would really love to get more pets adopted sooner with some great Instagram strategy. Of course, it can also help with fundraising efforts by sharing stories of what you do and the lives that you save alongside easy to find donation links. Um, social media can also raise awareness about how great it is to be a pet parent and the responsibilities involved. So um, some of these shelters I know do annual spay and neuter events or microchipping events and things like that. And those are really, really important educational things to share with the pet community. Another thing is I was struck by how many of these rescues were breed specific. So we had Basset Hounds, Wire Fox Terriers, Boxers, Labs, and a Coonhound Rescue. I got to learn about so many of these breeds when I attended the Westminster Dog Show earlier this year, and um, I can tell you that they're, it, it's amazing how passionate people are about their specific breeds. Of course, I love labs. I've always been a lab person, and I think I always will be, but I can appreciate the other breeds and the passion that people have for them. I also know that on Instagram, having a really specific niche really sets you up for success. So I am very excited to see how the lessons in Inspo help all of these rescues level up their online efforts. So thank you everyone who helped make this possible. Now I want to tell you about the second thing that I have conceptualized and launched during the quarantine. Uh, as you may know, this Saturday, May 9th, is Dog Moms Day. And last year on Dog Moms Day, I hosted a huge in-person event here in Pittsburgh. We had over 200 dogs come out to the park where I had set up photo booths and we had sponsors and treat samples. We had a dog food truck and people just hung out in the grass and made friends and there was actually a bunch of breed meetups. There was, I think, a Frenchie meetup. There was definitely a Doodle meetup. <laughs> and it was just the most amazing, wonderful event. And I was so excited to do that event again this year. However, uh, that did not happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, everything is shut down. Um, no in-person events are going to be happening this May for Dog Mom's Day. So I realized that back in March and I had a new product that I was working for, working on for my online store. I wanted to have a special t-shirt 
Uh, it was also going to go on sweatshirts and tote bags and stuff, a special graphic that was about how awesome it is to be a dog mom and how dog moms support each other and we're all kind of in this together and how Dog Moms Day is an event that is really inclusive and welcoming to everyone, no matter what your life is like or what your situation is, even if you don't even have a dog, Dog Moms Day would welcome you with open arms. Arms. And so I, I wanted to create a graphic that sort of encapsulated all that whole kind of vibe that I felt about Dog Mom's Day. And I was working, working with a graphic designer. She came up with this amazing graphic that we had that said Dog Mom's Day for all. F-U-R, of course. I can't resist a dog pun. <laughs> and what we decided to do was to shift that graphic. We kept her beautiful illustrations of all these dog moms and dogs kind of frolicking around in a circle together, but we changed the text to say Dog Moms Unite. And I just thought that was the perfect way to pivot this to address what was going on in the world today uh, and for the past two months, really. Dog moms always unite and always are there for each other. Whether it's normal life and you're at the dog park and you need a poop bag, dog moms are there for you. Or if it's during a global pandemic, dog moms are also there to support each other. Um, even if it's just sharing a beautiful dog photo on the internet, that always helps people put a smile on their face. So I had the Dog Moms Unite gear, and um, I, I used my print-on-demand partner, which is Printful, to put this graphic on t-shirts, tank tops, a sweatshirt, a tote bag, and also just a museum quality print if anyone was interested in, in doing just a print of the design. I, I ordered one. It's really beautiful. Uh, and so I used Printful to put the graphic on all of these things, and I decided to have a charitable component to the design. Not only did I want the message to convey how wonderful and supportive the dog mom community is, but I also decided that a portion of the profits from all of these products were going to go to our local pet food bank. Animal Friends, who's also one of the rescues who is winning an inspo scholarship, they run a pet food bank called the Chow Wagon. They serve over 20,000 pets annually and provide over 100,000 pounds of pet foods to partner food banks, pantries, veterans organizations, and other partners. Uh, and they just do such an amazing job. I, I kind of stumbled upon it. I was Googling one night to find out um, if people who were greatly impacted by coronavirus would be able to get pet food at the food bank. And um, that's how I discovered that Animal Friends has this pet food bank. And they do provide food to, um, to our regular Pittsburgh food bank as well. Through the Dog Moms Unite gear, I have so far been able to raise $96 for the food bank. And, you know, that's not thousands of dollars. I'm not able to say that I've raised $10,000 or anything like that. But every little bit really counts. And that $96 is going to help feed 
a lot of pets. So I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited. Uh, and once again, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that it's important in our businesses that we operate them in a profitable way. It's a business that we're running here. Uh, and if I don't make some kind of profit on the things that I'm selling, I can't continue to operate and I can't continue to help pets and the people who love them. So that $96 represents 20% of the profits on the items in the Dog Moms Unite collection. So if you have any questions about how to do some kind of a fundraiser, maybe you want to do a buy one, give one, or maybe you want to do a product or a collection where a portion goes to a charity, I would love to talk to you about it. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. You can always DM me at T-Mystic or at Wear, Wag, Repeat. I would love to hear your ideas. And if you're already doing something like this, please shout it out, share it on your stories and tag me and I can share your stories or your posts or whatever you want. Um, once again, it is really all about the Dog Moms Unite energy uh, and we're here to support each other and I'm here to support you. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.